0: Today, on a very special episode of Guilty Movie Pleasures, we go back to a time, some would say a simpler time, when Marvel movies weren't critical darlings, and only super fans went and then afterwards tried to justify why they paid money for that garbage. Yes, today we're talking about a movie that Rotten Tomatoes gave a Fantastic Four out of ten, am I right? Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer!
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interview, Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie
0: Pleasures. Oh, yes, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans. Welcome, 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 as we discuss pre-MCU Fantastic Four and the rise of the Silver Surfer. Is
1: this not considered canon?
0: It's not canon. Not even close, because then Captain America and Johnny Storm would be the same person. Yeah. Not even close. Hey! Hey! Welcome back! If you if you're joining us for the 150th time, thanks for joining us. If you're joining us for the first time, I'm your host at Ben. God, I keep doing that. Do I keep... it every time. Every time I say I'm your host, and then I say my Twitter handle. You are nope. slowly becoming
1: your online identity. <laughs> I am
0: becoming my avatar, which is basically me. Just I think of I think longer before I say things on Twitter than I do in real life. No, not me. So it's a good thing. Hey, anyways, I'm Ben Begley at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram, and with me as always is my co-host and co-comedian in crime Jesse McIntosh yes. on Twitter at too much Jesse. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Thanks for, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. So we tried to think of something. <clears throat> we, we got kind of flack the one time we did a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. We did Thor The Dark World. And people either hated that movie or said it wasn't guilty and we shouldn't have done it. So we dug back deeper. Deeper. To 2007. We are all about deep cuts here. Deep cuts here. Deep cuts. That's, that
1: was, that's my nickname, actually. <laughs> deep cuts that's
0: your uh, spoken word uh, yeah, jam name that's exactly right so, yeah, find a... me
1: at open mics in Silver Lake deep cuts for all the local people
0: all super political uh, yeah. deep cut rants I yeah, like yeah. it yeah 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 so um, and we we did a movie that I had never seen this is there's two Marvel Marvel movies um, not of the current canon but two Marvel movies I've never seen Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer and the original Ghost Rider with uh, uh, Nicolas Cage so I oddly enough saw the first Fantastic Four skipped the sequel and Saw the second Ghost Rider after skipping the first one. Okay. And the only reason I saw the second one is because Neville Dean and Taylor directed it and they did the Crank series and they're bananas.
1: It wasn't because you were like, I'm going to see one sequel. <laughs> yes. And I have to, I'm, it's
0: not going to be Fantastic for because <laughs> yeah. I tried to watch this on an airplane uh-huh. and the first 30 minutes is kind of a slog to get through. And yeah. I, I was so tired and so bored, I was like, it's not even worth an airplane movie. It was, it. this movie was tough. It gets better. The third act I thought had some fun stuff. It gets it gets okay. It if they combine the action of the third act in this one with the fun kind of familial banter in the first movie and when they discover their powers, it feels like a TV episode. It really feels like episode two of the Fantastic Four television made for abc back in the day yeah it doesn't feel like a full movie it's 90 minutes which is way short for a superhero epic
1: i so um this is this is i'm jumping way to the end here sure but we might as well right Just we're already it. talking about
0: it and then i want to show everybody my goodies i have here. okay
1: ben's ben's more excited about the stuff he bought before this podcast than the than actual, the actual <laughs> podcast that we're doing. um truth, but truth <laughs> uh so spoiler they end up getting married at the end finally Finally. Thank goodness. Who were all those people at the wedding? I have no idea. Those were not their friends. Why were they there?
0: And why was Stan Lee being rejected? Yeah, but he was rejected from the the original original wedding.
1: Those people seemed to be their friends. Those people got invites. The people at the wedding at the end were just... People there
0: because they were doing a in a very they were in Hong Kong and they were doing a very right or was it yeah
1: in, but why not just do it without those people in Hong why? Kong
0: or were they in Tokyo I can't I, I don't they know. didn't really say they say. It just had the characters and and, and destruction they, they
1: were where whatever city where people were willing to just randomly show up to a wedding why
0: would you not but it's Reed Richards and Sue Storm of course you're going to show up to that I, that well, makes Meghan Markle and and uh, why am I forgetting Prince Harry the Prince 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 Harry
1: the Prince. Yeah, Prince Harry. was promised. Right? I don't know. It's Prince Harry. I believe so, but I'm not going to commit myself to that.
0: No, no, I don't pay attention. It's to one of shit. the princes. That's it might how, be, it might how, be Prince, little, the musical artist. <laughs> it might be. That's how little I care about uh, Royal Weddings.
1: Yeah. I should care. I care that. about Suits. The TV show on USA? Yeah, starring Meghan Markle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would she end that?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Ah, oh shit. Oh, shoot. I could say that. I can't say the F word, right?
1: I forget. A lot, lot of tension on set right now. Okay, okay. we're good. We're
0: Oof. we're trying to not be uh, get the dreaded explicit language which we've gotten several times before yeah, now before uh, we move on it's on off, my
1: car actually
0: this I is gotta. this is just to show off how big of a nerd i am uh, first off in, in case anyone had any questions in, in case my avenger shirt and my general just uh, in case you
1: thought ben was faking
0: it in, in case you thought I was, <laughs> I was a fairweather fan and just here for the mcu no way i've been a diehard fan for life I own Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. I own this, even though I'd never watched it.
1: Sure, but this um, is not what we're talking about. I right own
0: now. the first Fantastic Four. I brought that's a uh, movie. It's it's okay. And then I also own the Trainwreck that was the 2000 whenever this came out. 15, I think. Was it this 2015?
1: Was, t- was this Fantastic Four Beasts? <laughs> no. Which one? Fantastic Beasts. That's a Fantastic movie. Fantastic
0: right? Beasts and Where to Find Them.
1: There were four beasts, right? There's I'm mixing beasts. things. Up. You're mixing yeah, several I don't things. Know.
0: This movie actually had a great cast. I don't know if I like Miles Teller as Reed Richards, but I thought Kate Mara and uh, Michael B. Jordan was great, and Jamie Bell. I was like, oh, this could be cool. And then it's three 30-minute movies in one film. Mm. And it's a train wreck, and it's really bad. But I'm so OCD, I have to buy every comic book movie that's ever made, uh, no matter how terrible. Now, that brings us to this little show and tell here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if some of you know, there were these 1960s Marvel cartoons that were really rampant during the time, and they've never been released on VHS or DVD as far as I know. But I got them today at Atomic Records. Shout out to Atomic Records over here in Magnolia and Burbank. I got the Thor animated series. Uh, I got the Hulk animated series. Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man and Captain America. Another Iron Man that I think is from the 90s. I don't know. And then Submariner. Come on. Get out of here. Two, Three bucks each. They're all, They're all, um, you know, I think bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly sure. that's not an official
1: doesn't look like it no Uh -uh.
0: but they're not released anywhere else and they're fan-made and you get these there's like these guys that set up at comic book conventions where they have a booth of all these like these like well-made well mastered as well as they can be bootlegs of stuff you you can't get like the generation x movie that came out in in the 90s that Mm -hmm. i was obsessed with that i missed back in the day when you had to program your vcr instead of watch something on hulu i had programmed my vcr um and then our power went out and it messed up the time by like 15 minutes i forget somebody didn't set it right and so it missed the first 10 minutes of it and for for like two years i would call the tv station and be like how do i get a copy of generation x are you releasing it on vhs and they'd be like kid i don't even know what that is i don't know what you're talking about i'm like it's the only live action x-men movie to exist it's a terrible film it's really rough it has uh i think it's like it's not Susan Lucci, but it's somebody like Susan Lucci who's like on soap op- soap operas as Emma Frost, Kate Mara. It has yes, it has yeah. the dude that was Max Headroom as the villain. You know, hey hey hey, I'm M- 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 Max Headroom. You know that guy?
1: No, but was his name was Max Headroom or no. Max Headroom? Max Headroom. Okay,
0: I think it was Headroom. I don't or know. Headroom?
1: No, Max Headroom is like. That's you get the maximum amount of headroom. No, Max Headroom was the that, okay. was
0: the CGI character, got it, got it, the, that was anyways. So I, I was very excited about this. I spent twenty five dollars on bootleg cartoons. Uh, I will probably smuggle them into my house so Renee, my wife, doesn't see them. Yeah, uh, but good thing I told it to our twelve fans. I'm sure they're going to tweet at. Yeah,
1: I do want to add. So to I'm that. super
0: excited about this. I'm
1: equally excited. On my way over, I stopped at 7-Eleven and got sour watermelon gummies. Ooh. I didn't. I didn't bring in the proof of it. But so you'll just have to take my word for it. You just ate them. I ate them immediately and the package is in my car. So (laughs) I didn't realize we were doing this. Yes.
0: Anyways, I was just so excited because I've looked at these I've I've looked at these at the booth every time and been like, they're like fifteen and twenty bucks. I'm like, I can't do it. And then today, I did it. I did something today, guys. We're all proud of you. Thank you. We'll see if I ever watch them. I I believe you will. I believe I will too. Yeah. Anyway, so that's me uh, going on a very long tangent. But don't worry, this movie um, doesn't deserve a whole lot of coverage. Uh, so, what did you think of this, Jesse? Because I I remember just a little little back thing when when a back thing, you know, that's a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the first Fantastic Four came out, I remember it got crapped on by critics, and I ended up having fun with it because at the time. The only other movies that had come out was, I think, the first Spider-Man and a couple of the, maybe one or two of the X-Men movies around then, but the X-Men movies were like the upper echelon, and Spider-Man was like, those were rarities. It was rare in the early 2000s and 90s to see a good comic book movie. You had Blade, you had a handful. Now you get, like, two good ones a year and one meh one, you know? Sure. And that's a lot. There's 18 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and they're all varying degrees of awesome, in my opinion. There's a couple missteps, like Thor 2, which we talked about on here. Mm-hmm. But, like, I thought the first one was fun. And then the second one I never watched until now. And I and it was rough getting through certain patches where they just focus, like, 45 minutes on if they're going to get married or not. But then some of the Silver Surfer stuff I thought was really cool. And I think if they... I think there's room to make a better movie in the near future. I just don't know why Fantastic Four is so hard for them to get right. It's, it's one of the most popular... It's what saved Marvel Comics back in the day. Yeah. Stan Lee was going to quit Marvel, and then his wife told him, why don't you just write what you want to write? And he wrote Fantastic Four, and it was a runaway success, but they've never been able to make it into a movie. Um, What's your thoughts? Well, I thought it was—it had some fun moments, but it's kind of a train wreck.
1: So <laughs> I just think they had a hard time with the tone of this, and you yeah. hit on it a it's little a bit. Like it That's exactly what it is. It's it didn't like some of them when I watched them I'm like oh they were trying to be like the comic they were trying to put the comic on yeah. film. This one felt like a Saturday morning cartoon.
0: All the Reed Richards getting smashed stuff for 14 times. Yeah.
1: Um and then they tried to they tried to do more sophisticated like human emotional stuff. And it just didn't vibe with the rest of the tone of the movie. So you're
0: thinking of if, com- if it committed to being more cartoonish the whole way? Just or- commit
1: to one or the other. Because um, it was it was difficult to maneuver what if, they were trying to if do. If
0: you want a super serious Fantastic Four movie, well, so, this is
1: right up your ass. I, I don't know that I do. <laughs> but like that's that's the other thing. Is that like a lot of the comic book movies that have come out in the past few years mm-hmm. have been more serious. Like they have... Guardians of the Galaxy has like fun quips and relations like comedic relationships. But a lot of them, this, yeah. like Logan and uh I'm blanking on other ones, I but mean, like, Dark was like the Christopher right. Nolan series. Yeah, Batman all the Christopher trilogy, Nolan series. Yeah. But they're all they're like darker and more like this is why they do what they do. And this one was not at all no. this is why they do it. This was like they're here and they do it, and they're not conflicted in doing it at all. They just have like a random enemy and they'll yeah. they'll fight it until they win and, and then they, they'll move on.
0: And for the second movie to choose, hey, we're this super famous, super powered family and we're just just thinking of giving it all up to get married and have kids. It's like you don't get to do that when you have superpowers. You don't. And you that don't. was also
1: like that was super tough to justify for me for them being like it's how can we raise a family like this? It's uh, like
0: you, you stop the world from ending. That's I how.
1: I don't know. Yeah, like you like you're basically parents to the world right now yeah. is it do do you just want to leave the world what do yeah. you want to do like do you
0: want a family then have a family why is yeah. this there's no tension here i don't get it it's it's completely fabricated and 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 it's just it's there just to have some sort of plot device but because at no point am i like of course fantastic four is going to quit they're going to quit because they don't read richards doesn't need to save the world but i don't jessica alba talk about a character that like Her only purpose there is to nag at Reed Richards and say, like, I don't want to save the world anymore. I just want a normal life. And it's like, you turn invisible. Too bad. You got hit by a a radioactive storm in space. When you're up there doing an experiment, you're all changed. Too bad. You don't get normal anymore.
1: Yeah. Um, Like, you're you're special. Be special. She just doesn't... But she she has no character. Particularly her. Like, she vacillated back and forth mm-hmm. so many times like the perfect example of that was when she was getting ready for the wedding in the beginning and she was like I, this doesn't feel right and carrie washington is like everyone feels that way and then they had a brief conversation and then she went off like this does feel right it's <laughs> yeah. like what why did we have that why was that there so- why did she like just switch back and forth it's with absolutely- by numbers?" yeah it? yeah yeah so it was it was very tough the silver Surfer. Um, was also kind of tough as a villain for me. Like, he doesn't, it, he doesn't have any personality and he doesn't have any clear motivation until he turns good.
0: He's like, I have to do this. Right. Oh, wait, I don't have to? Cool, thank you for telling me that.
1: Yeah, and then his switch, not to, like, jump too far ahead, but, like... When he like sacrifices himself at the end, did you watch the post-credit scene? No, I didn't. But please tell me.
0: There's there's a few seconds after the credits start rolling, they show him floating in space. Oh, in so I did. Yeah, I did it. see yeah, it. Okay. I did see it.
1: But like, presumably, he's sacrificing himself, yeah. right? And he just like did this whole thing where he destroys worlds.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the harbinger of it, or he's but, the scout.
1: Right, right, right. But like, he facilitates the destruction of worlds in order to keep his family safe so that he can get back to them and his world safe.
0: It seems like he'd be never-ending destroying worlds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Galactus he, isn't going to stop. And then he just
1: changes his mind. Yeah. And, like, I guess forgets all the people on his planet because Jessica Alba, like, stepped in front of a spear for him
0: once. It, it it's It's real tough. It's real tough. And Galactus in the comics is this giant... Um, alien dude with like this big purple like horned hat um, mask and he looks badass but in a movie he would have looked silly but a giant smoke creature coming down to like fill a bunch of asteroid hole, or, or whatever giant potholes in earth like that to me is less interesting it reminded me of uh although this movie came after I think I think green Lantern was after this one it reminded me of the smoke monster in green Lantern where you're just like i I can't there's no stakes when it's a smoke monster. Right, when
1: you can't assign any like traits to it. This
0: it's- is a, th- sorry, sorry. You yeah, no, 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 go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I,
1: I was ending. Go ahead. Oh,
0: yeah. It's like in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Did you see that yes. one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, how how at first when. Spoilers, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ready? Okay. Uh, Ego, the planet. Spoiler! Alert. Um, At first, you're like, how are they going to fight a planet? Right. But then they keep it intimate by making it still be Kurt Russell in different forms. Right. And then it'll bring it back to him being a physical form again. And then they're fighting more of a bigger form. But if it's just a giant smoke thing that you have no attachment to emotionally, you're like,
1: I I don't know. Particularly if you don't introduce that thing until there's 20 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. Like They sort of did in the beginning. Like (laughs) as sort of as can be. (laughs) Like we never then interact with it again. We don't see it coming, yeah, we don't see its progress. It's a good example see- of
0: a bad pre uh um a bad opening scene versus rampage, which had that awesome yeah. setup yeah. of the, of the villain and the and the virus and everything yeah in space. this was like a weird okay the the planet blew up and then this cloud flew off and and silver Surfer flies around right All and right. then
1: and then <laughs> the the news coverage of it is so good because it's, so it's like <laughs> it's like a, a physical anomaly is happening all over the world but in other news the wedding of the century like what channel is this <laughs> what? What? is this e-news i but it's happening i then just cover the wedding if it's e-news but yeah. it, like they're jumping from yeah. like the physical properties of earth are changing okay. and we can't
0: explain it <laughs> Also, the wedding <laughs> in of the more century. important yeah news. Like,
1: what is going <laughs> on?
0: Speaking of the two getting married, they'll figure it out for us. That's the ultimate just deflection of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, have some journalistic integrity. I'm telling you, man. You know what go, is this? Go investigate. What the is this? Situation. Fox News? Am I right? Woo. Or CNN sometimes isn't the best either. They're 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 a little they're on the other side. I don't of know what expecting. their tagline is. Their tagline is. Speaking to our base only. Nice. That's what. That's what that's I think s- both of them. That's, that's what everything is turning into. You gotta have some moderation, people. Anyways, let's do the plot in under three minutes. Now that we've pretty much talked about the entire plot. Anyways, yeah. you ready in the booth, Steve? Uh, yes, sir. I right, am. Let's do, you're like, thank God. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Count us down. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Go. Okay, so like we said, there's some weird cloud monster that blows up a planet, and it's a very long protracted explosion, and then Silver Surfer shoots out, and then the most 90s credits ever come out, and then there's Reed Richards and Sue Storm, they're gonna get married, and, and, and then, like you said, all the news reports, and then Silver Surfer's flying and everything's turning into ice, and then he wakes up Dr. Doom somehow, because of the, I guess the EMP that goes off when he flies around, it's very loose, yeah. and then there's a whole lot of back and forth about the wedding, they're gonna get married, she has a zit, she makes that disappear, I don't know how that's important, um, they're gonna get married, he's he's tracking these anomalies and he has his own pda PDA device that he doesn't think to silence during his wedding goes off they realize it's coming to uh the fantastic four tower
1: well so andre brower came and asked and asked them to build something he he said no "No." and then he did it in secret and then it's exposed and she's like why couldn't you just get married and he's like well we have to save the world and she's like okay um and so (laughs) then where do they go johnny storm
0: chases silver surfer and yes. gets strangled and, yes. and taken up into space for uh-huh. some reason, and then drops, and then they're testing him, and he realizes that if he touches someone, he can transfer power. His powers. physical
1: nature has changed, so that he can, when, whoever he touches, they switch.
0: And so they have a fun little roundabout where they all keep changing powers, and Sue Storm's naked, and everybody's taking photos, and yep. he's like, go invisible, not again, which makes you wonder how many times you've been, been naked <laughs> in public. Uh, and then uh, from there... God, they they track the next anomaly, which is in London. Yep, and there's the thing with the. Oh boy. Okay, there's the thing with the Ferris oh, wheel boy. where he makes it fall right. off, and they they keep trading powers. And of, then he,
1: but he accidentally runs into Mister Fantastic, who's yeah. holding everything up, and then he's on fire, and then he lets it go, but they're still able to save everything. And yep. he's like, "You're gonna kill people if you don't be careful."
0: And then, oh, then they track it to the forest. Yep. They track Silver Surfer to the forest where Silver Surfer wrecks a bunch of tanks. And then they, 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 they've they teamed up with Doom, with Dr. Doom, because uh-huh. he's like, I'm going to, I don't like any of you, but I'm going to save the planet, yes. which you don't trust him at all. No, no, no.
1: But they figured out if they get him off the surfboard, then they mitigate his power. So they yeah. create this thing that separates him from a surfboard. So they sur- surround him. They get him off a surfboard. And he has that moment with Escalbo, where yes. he's like, I'm a person. And she's and like, oh, interesting. And then yeah. they shoot at him and they
0: trap him him and then and there's then, some like Guantanamo Bay stuff going yeah. on there which is really unnerving you know, yeah strange tone for this
1: and then that the guy goes to the gets the surfboard and then he turns on everyone and yeah, he dr. has Doom. all these yeah. powers um, and
0: then uh, galactus is coming oh God here it goes so galactus is coming he's starting to fill all the holes of things dr doom's fighting him uh Johnny's the whole team gets dismantled they're, they're they're going in the fantastic jet they're flying around they split off in threes is this cool kind of chase scene through the Alps or wherever they are uh Siberia and they're flying around and then they uh, Johnny storm they, they all get taken out, and then Johnny Storm's like, what if it's all of us? And so then he picks all four powers on himself. By doing, like, a Go Bayside thing. Yeah. And then they he goes and fights Dr. Doom, knocks him off of it. The Silver Surfer goes, I need to save us. Here, save you all. I'm going to sacrifice. He goes, sacrifices himself, blows up Galactus, and then they get married, and then Silver Surfer's still alive. Hooray! That's it. See you next week, folks. We did it. See you next week. I didn't really do it. Ben did it. but uh, I'm amazed at how much I remembered that of that. That's what happens I totally when I amazed. watch it the night before. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. The, the credits in the beginning were really distracting to me because it reminded me of of uh, like the Superman credits from the '70s when it's just like whoosh, letters flying in space. Yeah, it looked super dated. This movie, even though it was made in 2007, feels like a 1995 movie. Yes, uh, and there is some charm. Before any fans of this movie get ups- too upset, I do think there's some fun moments. I think there's some salvageable moments in this movie. It's not a complete disaster but it's rough it's just it's rough to get through for a 90 minute movie it feels long feels
1: real long because you're just
0: like you don't you don't come to a fantastic four movie to see jessica out to see sue storm and 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 reed richards debate if they're going to get married or if they're going to stay a part of the team and that angsty stuff you come for what the first movie succeeded in which was showing johnny storm become like this big show off and and Ben Grimm had some fun stuff in there where he felt like a freak, and then he meets Carrie Washington's character and they fall in love. So the first one has some better character building stuff, but then a terrible end battle with Doom that's just like abysmal and, and it looks like it was all shot on in the back lot of a set, you know, and it's it, just it may have been. And it's just really cheesy and it ends in like five seconds. Yeah. And you're like, well, all right, that was that movie. This one has some cooler, more ambitious action scenes. For for its time, it's still the effects still aren't great. Yeah. But they're fun in moments. I think the fight with with Doctor Doom and and Johnny Storm like having the thing hands come out with flames and stuff was sure. really fun.
1: Sure. But it was a fun let, let me say this. That was a fun idea. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's the best it was way it was actually poorly executed. executed. Everything's poorly Everything executed was poorly executed. How close uh was this to an actual comic that was written. About well, well,
0: Silver life. Surfer is, he is the Herald of the Apocalypse. He comes in, and then he does turn on Galactus in the comics, too. Okay. Um, and then he helps out. I don't know a ton about Silver Surfer, but I know that that's the basis yeah. of him. So they got that right. Right. And the character dynamics are right. Uh, but can we talk about real quick just how... Please. Jessica Alba, one of the most beautiful actresses out there. Yes. But with blue eyes and bleached blonde hair, freaked me out in almost every scene. Sure. I couldn't... I see that. I just was like... I don't, it's just weird. It's weird. I, she doesn't look right like that, you know? Like, she's still very pretty, and I think, she, I love Jessica Alba. I think she's are, great. Are you eye-shaming her right now? I'm eye-shaming her right now. But her eyes were so fake blue. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, the contacts and the hair, if they'd just done it a little more subtle. Uh-huh. Not to mention, she, her and uh, Chris Evans do not look like brother and sister no, at all. No, not at all. So it really just felt kind of like awkwardly whitewashing Jessica Alba while I was watching it. I felt like they were just like, we need you to look as white as possible. Sure. And it's just weird. Sure. Because I get that she was really hot at the time as an actress and like in a ton of stuff. So I get casting her, but just make it more subtle. It looks so Or like we've fake. talked about before, like... You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, you just like have her be her. That's something cool that I liked about this one. Michael B. Jordan is Johnny Storm, and he's yeah. he's the adopted brother to Sue Storm. Yeah, perfect. But people were so. see, I'm not like that. When people are like, "Why well, Johnny Storm was never black?" It's like, who cares? Yeah, it who cares matter. if Michael B. Jordan's awesome as Johnny Storm, which he
1: is. Right. Let's then
0: have, wh- have him be that. What does it matter? Right.
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's a made up person. The, so. the,
0: to me, I don't care what how you change the character as long as the character um the roots of the character and the personality of the character stays Mm -hmm. the same like if you keep the cockiness and the show offiness, then and, and you keep the essence of johnny storm it doesn't matter who plays them right and that same thing with this it didn't matter that jessica alba was sue storm it was just that they tried to change instead of just letting her be a blonde a naturally blonde looking jessica alba she looked like Khaleesi and Jessica yeah. Alba had a child. Yeah. And it's freaky.
1: Which Jessica Alba was with mad about. With the
0: Walker's blue eyes. By the way,
1: Jessica Alba was mad about it because she didn't know uh, if she could raise a family in a world she like didn't. that. She didn't. She was struggling with it
0: the whole time. Here's the, like... Eye-shaming. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I just lowered my seat. Hold up. There Oh, we go. boy. Oh, boy. I got nervous Things about the crazy. <laughs> um, They Things are getting
1: So they spent, like we talked about a little bit, they spent the whole first half hour of the movie...
0: Sort of like... Literally 30 minutes of nothing.
1: Else. Yeah, making making the Fantastic Four part the B-plot. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was literally hiding what he was doing yeah. from everyone. And, like, if... Okay, so if you're just going to have them, like, as they have now progressed in their lives from the first one, and a villain who we've never met before, yeah. then just just let us see them figure it out. Rather than like let us see a half an hour of them doing other stuff. Oh, we don't care about the other stuff. If <laughs> if you're not going to have like interesting and actually motivated and actually like rooted in something yeah. personal problems or like dynamic change within the group, oh, yeah. just give them – the act, the Fantastic Four activities, mm-hmm. so we can just see them do that.
0: A great example of a movie that balances the personal life and the superhero life of a of a hero that just recently came out was Spider Man: Homecoming. Did you see that? I one? haven't or seen you that you one yet. Good, I, I hear it's good. Yeah, you hear great things. I hear really good things. Uh, so that movie is a great movie example of where you love Peter Parker's storyline as much as Spider Man's storyline. Sure. Where you find his high school drama is rooted in why he wants to succeed as a superhero and why he needs that alter ego. And, and it's fun. And it feels like a John Hughes movie meets Spider-Man. And it's, but it serves a purpose. This is just like, ah, throwing some conflict in there just to fill up screen time. Right. That's what it feels like. Right.
1: Like, what if Chris Evans was too, got, his head got too big and he like, wanted to go out on his own and wanted to go
0: be solo? He wanted to do like a, you know, like a rock star thing, a lead yeah. singer thing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But like, how would the that have changed it? That would be more interesting, Instead right?
0: of him being butthurt that they want to leave. Right. Well, uh, we're the Fantastic Four, not the Fantastic Two. Yeah. Oh. What, if, what if they all broke up and then had to come back together? The other thing is they're all pretty decent in their roles for what they're given. Sure. Like, I think the ca- I think Chris Evans' as Johnny Storm is great. I think uh, Michael Chiklis, even though his voice is a little cartoonish and weird. Yeah.
1: My one pushback is Michael Chiklis as Michael Chiklis. <laughs> yeah. When he turns back into the real Michael Chiklis, yeah. he's, like, super cartoony. Yeah. And I think he's just used to being, like, a big
0: rock. Yeah. It's um, weird, but he's like <laughs> it's weird. It's very odd. It's like he just got off the shield and being like this gritty detective for years and he's like, "God, oh, I got to I got to I got I to be Ben Grimm instead. I am the thing." Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Here, let's play clip number 1. This just uh, shows a little bit of their wedding banter back and forth. No.
1: We're not postponing anything. Not this time. This is going to be the wedding you've always dreamed of. And I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. Not even the mysterious transformation
0: of matter at the subatomic level.
1: That's the most romantic thing you've ever
0: said to me. Or the most dangerous thing. Sure. Like, like, if if matter is transforming at a subatomic level, you know, your wedding can wait. The yeah. Earth might... What's more important to Sue? The survival of the entire planet or this one day? It seems like the one day. It's really painting a bad picture for her. It sure is. Um, it's hard to get behind that.
1: You know, uh... This this is the problem. This is the problem of her, like, flipping back and forth all yeah. the time. And, like, I don't... She's the only one that does it. I don't she's know why they wrote her that She's such a strong character in the comics, yeah. too. I she's don't know why. so
0: annoying in this movie.
1: I don't know why. But she's very... It's, it's such a strange nag to be like, I understand the world could end,
0: but I want <laughs> to get married this a, week. It's such a weird... It's so weird. I get it. I get that she's like, this is our fifth time trying, and it's like okay, but right. you're superheroes. Right. That's like, uh, you know, an emergency ER surgeon, you know, no, well, I guess they get time off, though. Yeah. They get time off. There are other you're a There are
1: other emergency yeah. people that can step in and yeah. do the job.
0: So uh, we're going to play clip number two now. Um, this is, this to me sums up the first 40 minutes of the movie.
1: I've cross-referenced and analyzed the global disturbances. They're being caused by cosmic radiation, not like the kind which gave us our powers.
0: Wow, that's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much how I feel about the first forty minutes, where I'm just like, oh. Huh, I watched it with Daisy. My daughter sat on my lap watching it, and she mm-hmm. checked out about. She tried to change the channel. She, she did. She grabbed the remote. Yeah. and was like, I want B, which means she wants Sesame Street. <laughs> she wanted that instead. Uh, yeah, you know, and we're gonna play the uh, clip that one. Yeah, we'll get that one queued up because uh, you know. Pretty much any time Sue Storm started talking about the wedding again and Reed Richards started saying, yeah, I'm not gonna worry about technical stuff anymore, I was like, wow, that's really boring. And then I was like, oh, oh, Silver Surfer's here. Cool, he blew up a few tanks. Oh, we immediately capture him and then there's a whole lag in the plot again. Wow, that's really boring. Oh, well, Dr. Doom's here, so there's gonna be some cool stuff. Oh my God, there's like a 10-minute montage of them just leering at each other as they go on computers and I'm like, wow, that's really boring. And then the third act happens and it's
1: okay. No, well, so in the third act uh, was the Galactica? Galactus. Galactus. I like Galactica. I like, I mean, married to Galactica. Galactus and Galactica. Battlestar Galactica? That's the one. I knew there was a Galactica. Uh, When Galactus shows up and we understand that like, he's the one that has, or it is the thing that has bore holes into the earth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow that's really boring <laughs> he bored he was very boring, boring. Yeah. do you understand the yeah. different oh, use do. of the word boring i there? do 100
0: percent. nice i had a little bit of an uh, um asbestos scare in my place for the last week and a half and i've been i'm kind of ocd about things and it's not a big deal but there were some ceilings we scraped off and didn't think about sure and um i've pretty much talked about it with every person in my life that's that's around me on a daily basis and my mom, my dad, and my wife—pretty much when I about two days ago—if I brought it up again, they were all just kind of like, "Wow, that's really boring." But more so, like, "Stop talking about this." Yeah, or I'm going to leave the room.
1: Well, that's rude.
0: You no, know, I don't, I don't mean to speak
1: out of turn here. You know, it's
0: a fear. It's a fear. Anyways, but that's, you know, so, it's life or death, asbestos. So, as. so uh, not as much as they want you to think. <laughs> so uh, you know, then they do all this stuff like. Even in the beginning when they're like, Can you guys fly coach? Which Fantastic Four would never have to fly coach, by the way. They're superheroes. Yeah. And that's just to set up some goofy it doesn't it suck flying coach scenes? Yeah.
1: Also, at what point are you waiting at the gate and they're like, Hey man, we don't have your tickets anymore?
0: Like right before you like right before
1: you get on,
0: and it's like "Mm, I'm the Fantastic Four. You better kick some other people. They are
1: covering my wedding on every television channel in lieu of covering the end of the earth. Why don't you get me in first class? Who's
0: the dude that sang Jesse's Girl? Uh, Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. Yeah. When I on a commercial job, I was flying first class because it's the only time I go. I can't afford it really, but SAG when they fly you, they fly you first class. They sure do. And he was like two or three seats over, and uh, somebody from coach walked by and was like oh, my God, you look like Rick Springfield. And he goes, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny to me. But like, if they don't kick Rick Springfield out of, out of first class, right. they're not going to kick the Fantastic Certainly Four Certainly not out.
1: the Fantastic Four.
0: They are a much bigger deal. Uh, so Silver Surfer arrives. His, his effects on things seem very arbitrary, like yes. very confusing and fluid to the plot. Yes, Like he freezes the e- Egyptian pyramids. He freezes a lake that they fly, or a, ri- a ocean, or river, a lake, whatever it is that they fly over. He um, causes an EMP in Latveria, uh, La- Latveria, right? Latvia? Latvia? I don't know. Latvia? I don't know, I wherever can't Dr. read. Wherever Dr. Doom so is. I, don't know. <clears throat> I can't read. Uh, <laughs> wherever Dr. Doom is. And he, and I guess the EMP makes him wake up from this chamber that, I thought he was frozen by metal or something in the, beginning, in the first, one. I don't remember. But anyway, so he gets woken up, and then when he strangles Johnny Storm and takes him up into space... He makes Johnny Storm his matter change. But then when he zaps uh, Dr. Doom later on, because uh, Dr. Doom's mask and his uh, armor molded to him in the first one mm-hmm. when he got electrocuted or something, I like it's vague memories of it. But, you know, these metal marks on his face and skin. And when, Fant- when Silver Surfer zaps him, he heals him. So just like all willy nilly. Right. Just it's like the movie. Oh, should I spoil it? It just came out recently. Annihilation. Rampage. I'm not going to spoil anything okay. because you know from the trailers in, in Annihilation that this weird thing they go into starts There's a silver surfer. starts oh. starts uh, affecting matter on on a molecular level and, and kind of changing things in random order. That doesn't spoil anything. You find that out within the first like 20 minutes. Anyways, uh, but that's what I felt like this device was it was like hey he just changes things however we need him to yeah why not just give him a specific give way to specific change rules. things no. yeah unless there's some deep cut in the comics that i don't understand
1: i don't know but it didn't like him not having scars anymore doesn't matter so like just give him have him keep the
0: scars unless just, you like didn't have a makeup person yeah, that unless he's just like i'm only coming back if i don't have to wear <laughs> yeah. that crap again yeah that's the only way i'm coming back Cause... so oh god the worst bachelor party ever where they go to this club, I and forgot
1: <laughs> about the bachelor party,
0: <laughs> so they go I his, blocked it out of my head. So they go to this club, and and Johnny, this was so stupid. It's so dumb. Johnny Storm brings over a bunch of super hot model girls to dance with Reed Richards, and he's awkward, white guy dancing. He might as well just bite his lip, he's that awkward. And then he starts stretching and doing like, which by the way, even if he's awkward dancing, he's one of the most famous people in the world. People would cheer him on like he's a rock yeah, star, yeah. And then he starts doing not, not even in this new Fantastic Four have they ever gotten the stretchy thing to look right. In this one, it looks like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like cartoon graphics. Yeah. Where it's like, and he's like doing all these weird zip arounds, and like he spins them, and Sue Storm walks in, like super jealous at first. Super and, and jealous. Then like, and then immediately I, is fine. I know, what I did at my bachelorette party it was worse, and you're like, what? Yeah. You're super famous, there would be photos of that. And like, she just came in
1: and saw him dancing at a at a nothing. club, which is nothing. Nothing. He's oh,
0: whatever. It's, it's the worst it's scene ever. so
1: stupid, and this is exactly like what we've been talking
0: about. Like, just get rid of this scene. It's you like a kid's version of a bachelor. Yeah. It's a kid-friendly bachelor party. Like, hey, ten-year-olds, this is what we do at bachelor parties. We dance with nice ladies on the dance floor. Right, and
1: they were like before before he started dancing, they were
0: just like talking about science at a table it was so this was so stupid it reminds me of the first time when i was 18 my buddies on my 18th birthday did i tell this story on here before i haven't heard it my buddies took me to a, a strip club and my first lap dance ever uh i was so nervous that i looked her in the eyes the entire time didn't look at anything else she was naked but didn't look at anything else just looked her in her eyes and and we talked about how she was taking guitar lessons and specifically acoustic because uh electric is too easy and then if you try to switch to acoustic you you can't press on the chords as yeah, that's good strings. information. And so I'm getting a lap dance for like five minutes, and all my friends are watching me like, "What the f is he doing?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, acoustic. What like what kind of stuff are you playing?" And meanwhile, and just, <laughs>
1: she's like, "I'm trying to learn this one." Yeah.
0: Oh oh, this is a good song. Yeah yeah. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm trying out the bass. Oh god. And then there's like little things like. Where Johnny Storm insinuates how the thing and his blind girlfriend have sex. And then he's like, very insensitively, is like, I just don't want her to get killed by a rock slide. <laughs> but that scene does bring up an awkward thing where you're like, how do they have sex? I never thought of that before. And now that you put that in my mind, I I'm s- very concerned for her well-being. I assume just like a
1: normal person would have sex. like he has a rock penis. Right. So it's, you know. if You'd feel like that would be hurtful. Maybe. I don't know, unless it's, like, sanded, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Is it jagged? It would be hurtful probably then. <laughs> but...
0: I. How much can we talk about this before it gets explicit? <laughs> <laughs> we now got explicit content, not for our swearing, for but person, for our deep dive into the thing's sex. penis.
1: Yeah. I mean, The Rock just had a baby, so it's got to go. be... You got to be able to do there it.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, we'll move on from that. <laughs> so... um oh my god there's, I thought the silver surfer chase scene with Johnny Storm was pretty fun but maybe it was just because I was, I was lulled into such a boredom of everything else that was, once finally something happened I was like yes 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 yeah it was but the it, first thing that happened <laughs> there's nothing that happens until then yeah it's so long but uh, then clip number three can we play that one that's, uh, that's like oh sorry can you stop <laughs> it real quick so this is uh, sorry Steve this is when Johnny Storm's trying to explain the silver surfer without calling him a silver surfer sure
1: you look like a man were completely covered in silver, and it was flying, it's like, like a surfboard type thing. I know that sounds crazy. Oh no, not at all. So, did you follow the shiny man to Lollipop Land or the Rainbow Junction? Look, <laughs> I know what I saw. Thank you. It's all right, Johnny. That was a rock guy saying that, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, i not gonna
0: say you're a rock guy. Like yeah. anything's possible. You know what I mean? You, you you can't be skeptical when you've been turned into a man made out of orange rocks, right? You no longer are able to. Sure. Just accept it at that point. Yeah. Your your other buddy can stretch to unlimited lengths, apparently. Your other buddy can say flame on and turn into a giant Which by the way is it's amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. It's from the comic. the comics. Yeah. I've... Flame on I believe it. It hasn't aged well. Uh <laughs> Anyways, uh, and and the matriarch of the family can turn invisible, yeah. and do force fields, right? No more skepticism allowed. Yeah, so a silver surfer is probably fine. Yeah, probably a little bit more realistic actually at this point. Yeah, um, man, there's, there's all this stuff where Johnny. So who cares? Finds out that he he uh, he overhears Sue and right. Reed talking about giving up the Fantastic Four. Uh, then Doctor Doom confronts Surfer in the snow. How I don't know. I don't know why Dr. Doom shows up with a helicopter and Silver Surfer's there. They don't really tell us how he gets there, how he knew about it, but they have a confrontation and Silver Surfer just blasts him into right. the snowbank Right. and they figure out London is the next crater that's going to be formed. And uh, They figured it out by math. He was just staring at a screen and then he was like, yes. it's math. I love that one that happens in action movies, (laughs) where they just spout off super technical jargon, so we completely forgive giant plot holes. Yeah. In this sense, a literal plot hole. Indeed. Uh, So, Doctor Doom teams up, and I think that... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the London scene happens. And, again, just because something other than boring family talk is happening, you're like, ooh! Ooh, they're risking... But the best thing is that it's that famous... um, not merry-go-round uh sir, ferris, wheel. ferris wheel in yeah. london and it's breaking off and my favorite victim of it is a dude who's on the very bottom of it as the cart his wife or girlfriend is outside of it the door's open and it's like crushing towards he and he's like oh and he's like falling in the back like cowering as if he can't get out all he has <laughs> to do is run oh i gotta lower my chair a bit there we go is that good uh so yeah all he has to do is run um He's run out of there. That's it. Yeah. And instead, he's like, Duh! he's two feet off the ground. You're not going to die. Everybody else screwed. He's just trying to be a hero. You, that, yeah. So it's that whole scene, and then Johnny Storm accidentally bumping into Reed, and then, then anyways, who cares? We're going to move on, because then there's this <laughs> Doctor Doom scene where Julian McMahon, that's his name, right? Yeah, Julian McMahon from uh, uh, Nip Tuck, which is funny, because he's great on Nip Tuck, mm not so great in this movie he's a mustache twirling bad guy can we play clip number four now let's be clear about this shall
1: we i hate you all of you but the world's at stake and we need to work together to survive
0: and just when i think things are going to get good the next thing happens and i'm like Oh damn it! No, sorry. (laughs) Wow, that was really boring. (laughs) Wow, I hate you. Really boring. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I hate you. Played over top of that. Still. Yeah. yeah. It was like a subconscious thing of Steve being like, I hate you. I hate why? I hate you. Why do you do this to me? Why didn't you give me any direction there at all?
1: Um, (laughs) No, you're in the right there. Oh
0: wait, this is the best. So then Reed Richards is like, "Hey, we figured out how to build the device, but we need three hours to build it." And the general's like. That's not soon enough. But it's <laughs> like, wait, this is so, OK, wait, so there, there's,
1: a, there's some tough timeline issues here because at the, like towards the end, Michael, all over the place. Michael Chiklis is like, says something about how the world's going to end clip. in the next 24 hours. Can we just play that? Yeah, one? Hold, on, hold on, let's play one this one is is, that.
0: This is Ben Grimm sums it up. Clip number nine.
1: OK, we're now officially enemies of the United States of America. Victor is out there somewhere with unlimited power and we've got a giant intergalactic force that's about to destroy our planet in less than 24 hours. Did I miss anything? It was about 10 minutes. So technically he's right less than 24 hours, <laughs> but he needed he to, to be narrow that way more way. specific yeah. in that moment. Cause less than 24 hours, you have some wiggle room. Yeah, 10 all, minutes. You do not.
0: Also, I feel like that was a way to sum up everything in case you had fallen asleep at some point. Yeah. during the movie. <laughs> yeah. it was like, all right. And, and it also was assuming that the audience are idiots and didn't already right. know. You've and been watching, right? Two things. It's like, we all fell asleep, which some of us may have second, like we're idiots. And third, um, makes it sound way more exciting than it really is. Yeah. yeah. Cuz that when you hear that you're like, "Awesome," but instead, guess what it really is? Wow, it's really boring. Right? Yeah. Right? Yes. So,
1: it, but I, it also like presupposes that you fell asleep but woke up just in time for the exposition.
0: What if you missed it? Yeah. What if, what if you, you woke missed that up one scene? Five what seconds if you missed later. A, what if you woke up right as he said, "Did I miss anything?" And you're like, oh, "I don't know. Did <laughs> I?" Did I? Uh, so now, Victor Von Doom is there, and he's being a real jerk. And Sue Storm confronts him, and, and has one finally a Sue Storm type moment where she's not being just a bad two dimensional nagging wife. She has a cool like tête-à-tête with him. Can we play clip number five? Did you know I could create a force field inside someone's body and expand it until they explode? give it your best shot
1: what you can do that why haven't you it's it's interesting that's how Michael Chiklis seduced Kerry Washington by saying
0: play that up again did you know I could create force field inside someone's body and expand it until they explode <laughs> give it your best shot Oh, we figured out how they have sex, and that's why they've never had sex, because it would result in the death of Carrie Washington. Oh, and man, people love scandal too much. Uh, <laughs> Shondaland, am I right? You're so uh, right. The force field TGIT. explosion, I want to see an R-rated Fantastic Four where she kills the villain like that. That where sounds great. Where, where she's like, I, I can't do it, and they're like, you have to, Sue, it's the only way. And she's like, and you're like, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden their skin just starts going...
1: I would love to see how awesome. they could figure out how to, like, show that visually. That something, like, the force field is inside them. They would
0: have to start showing, like, a glow come out and, yeah. like, crack them in yeah. parts and more of a glow. And then, like, part of the force field would burst out and, you know what? Just call me. I'll explain yeah. it. I'm not going to say it now. You got to you got to pay a fee for that. Ooh. I just lowered my seat. On <laughs> Ben's having some significance hey right. today. Is this good? How's this? Yeah, that's good, right there. Perfect, ben. just Perfect. like that. We are the lollipop gang. All right, so um, uh, then Reed Richards and the General have this kind of like standoffish nature to each other, um, similarly to the General in Rampage, where they're just two dimensional like yeah. jerks for no reason. Even though Reed Richards clearly is a is a, a genius, and he should listen to him. And, and this is and the, he went to Reed Richards for help. Yeah. yeah. And now he's like, now we're just gonna blow him up. Yeah. you just set up your device we're gonna blow them up and this is reed richards nerd revenge monologue as i like to call it clip number six but i guess you never played football in high school
1: okay. you, no you're right i didn't i stayed in and studied like a good little nerd and 15 years later
0: he's only 33
1: i'm one of the greatest minds of the 21st century i'm engaged to the hottest girl on the planet and the big jock who played quarterback in high school, but he's standing right in front of me, asking me for my help. And I say he's not going to get a damn thing unless he does exactly what I tell him and starts treating my friends and me with some respect.
0: Isn't it my friends and I? Yes. So hey, good little nerd, learn some grammar along with that science. You know what? Or is it my friends and me? In I that? think it might be my friends and me. Because it depends on the... what you're, It depends on the context. the context. So I think you could just get rid of
1: my friends in that sentence. And if it works with I or me, that's how you know. Oh, so at. if you change how you treat me, change how you treat my friends and me. Hey, I think you that's should, how it goes.
0: You, we should both change how we treat me. Yeah, just be nicer to me. Man in the mirror, meaning you, know you and you and you me and, and me and, and me. You and you and me and you me. and you. Okay, you guys get it. You guys get it. um Anyway, so uh,
1: a couple things on that. One,
0: all oh, the bear scream off.
1: What's that? There's the
0: bear scream off yeah. with the thing. Yeah, um that's a lot of fun. There's a bear that shows up and growls at the thing, and yeah. then he growls back, and the bear runs off. We'll probably get rid of that. He says something like, "Yeah, run off, Smokey." Right, and you're like, "Why was that in there? That didn't need to be." Okay, that it killed was, five seconds of screen time. Is the bears dance scene?
1: Um, I, I love that he says one of the greatest minds of the 21st century because we are at this point seven years into the 21st century. It's pretty easy. <laughs> it's you know you don't have a ton of competition. No, I yeah. mean
0: you know it's like when people say uh, when when uh, a movie comes out and then it's like the best movie since the last movie that right. came out and you're <laughs> right. like well, how, the greatest horror thriller since Get Out. Get Out was last it was year. Last year. Yeah. And that was people saying it in, like, November of last. They're like, that's six months. Great. Get Out is still playing in some theaters. Right. It's <laughs> just crazy. It's so stupid what people like, if I compare it to this.
1: And the the other thing about this clip is he also says, I'm engaged to the hottest woman in the world. And they multiple times reference this. Yeah. Because um, he says it right here. And then later when she's talking about how she's, like, sort of comforting the silver surfer, I forget who it is, throws out, maybe he was just, like, into you. Yeah. Like, or maybe she just like is the only
0: person that has talked to this. This thing. movie does not pass the Bechdel test. No, Am sure I right? doesn't. You Am right? I right? You right? You right? Mm. Uh, let's play clip number seven where random dude shows up uh, out of nowhere, no, no real introduction, and just uh, immediately starts going full on Guantanamo on the Silver Surfer because that's a thing.
1: There are certain things I'm not permitted to do because they're considered human rights violations.
0: Hmm. Fortunately,
1: you're not human.
0: Okay, so then you're like, ooh, is this going to get, like, kind of crazy and dark here? Yeah. Nope. nope. Sure nope. doesn't. He gets freed by sure doesn't. Uh, the invisible. They they have all these security protocols, but not, none in place for an invisible woman. Which they're dealing with, and so maybe they should. Maybe they should. Yeah, don't like allow that door to sensors. be opened <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah. But before that, the Silver Surfer has a cool moment where he blows up a bunch of tanks. And for a second there, I was like, oh, oh, every time action happened, I just got so excited because I was like, this is where it gets good. And then and then nothing. Yeah. It was four seconds. Yeah. And then he's ca- captured and doom. Then they're in there. As Sue, we find out the backstory of Silver Surfer that he's we already said trying to save his wife and his fam and his planet. And then we get um, Doom goes and merges with the surfboard and blasts a piece of the wall against Ben Grimm and Reed Richards, where we get another goofy Reed Richards getting smashed face. Yeah. Which is always, he looks really eerie when he's flattened out. Sure. unnerving. Again, it looks like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when the steamroller goes over people and they get flattened out.
1: Maybe that was their reference point for this movie. Because, yeah, they do hit it a lot. They
0: do. They do. And then Ben Grimm has a goofy comedic moment when uh, the wall falls down after this villain has just almost crushed him. Can we play clip number eight? Uh, Okay. That one Yep. Yeah. That's how... As a fan of Marvel Comics, and as a as a loose fan, I'm not a diehard fan of the Fantastic Four comics, but as a re- re- I have respect for them, yeah, and they and where they sit in the echelon of comics, yeah. Uh, seeing this movie, seeing the first one, and seeing the reboot, as a fan, I just go uh, okay,
1: that one hurt. Yeah. yeah,
0: it just hurts a little. Yeah, just like earlier in the
1: show when you were uh, eye shaming Jessica Alba. Yeah, and I heard She's you listening. say it, and I was like uh, okay.
0: That one hurt. It's not her fault. Oof. The contacts fault. look cartoonish.
1: Yeah. yeah, she was made to do that.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Long story short, there's this big battle in the big. I use the term very loosely because yeah. there's a battle. The the ship splits in three. There's some cool chasing things. The smoke monster is coming. Uh, Doom is being a jerk, and Johnny Storm. They they team up. Like I said, with the bayside go bayside. Yep. and somehow touching things hand on top of their hands but not touching all four at the same time nope. gives him all the powers and i guess gives them none of the po- like yeah so they just power cuz that's after so that's after sue steps in front of the the phantom right. spear right from the surfboard which apparently now we've also added in that the silver surfer when doctor doom has the powers can make spears out of nothing i guess Hey, it fits the plot. I guess. Uh, the so Silver
1: Surfer can undo death. Then there's I guess.
0: a. Then there's a. Then they they defeat Doctor Doom. They they knock him off the surfboard and then just shoot him into the water. Sure. And he just floats, sinks, and that's it. We don't see what happens. Yeah, though. we
1: think so because
0: he came back from the dead once. So. He might be. He might. Who knows? Who knows? But now I know we only have a minute, so let's play clip number ten. This is our final clip. So I guess this is it. They're walking off from the battle. We all go our
1: separate ways. No 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 if it wasn't for the team the whole world would be gone by now we can't run away from our responsibilities and the people we need to protect no shit this is who we are that's
0: what i've been saying what about having a normal life a family who says you have to be normal to have a family
1: exactly i don't know any families that are normal
0: that's the whole point of this that's the whole problem of this entire movie they yeah. sum up every issue I have in that one clip. Yeah, they did that final shot,
1: and they were like, oh, damn.
0: <laughs> it's almost like the whole
1: the, the whole writing staff is, right. is like,
0: oh. oh. Well, hopefully we get a third one. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have for this week. We'd love to know what you think of Avengers Infinity War. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Do not spoil it for anybody. No spoilers on Twitter. Just general if you liked it or not. And also, any other Marvel movies or any movies you'd like to see on the show. And if
1: you liked it more or less than Pixels. Yes, please, let please. Me
0: know. Also, like we said last week, drop us a review on iTunes at Really helps us get more viewership on itunes listenership i guess you would say mm-hmm. uh, it, it helps people uh, see us more some more uh, visibility so until next time where can they see you, jesse? you can find me on twitter and instagram at too much jesse and for sketch at the prom losers and you can find me at the ben begley on twitter and instagram and at parents versus baby if you want to hear some goofy parenting blogs comedy podcast all that stuff at parents versus baby my wife and i have a bunch of random stuff on there until next time keep fantastic fans (laughs) from producers
1: Maria Menounos Kevin Undergara Bill Sweetak and the entire Popcorn Talk Network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals